one thing from today, it's this. The mind is the only weapon that doesn't need a holster. This is episode 32 of They're All Going to Laugh at Him. I'm Alex Sprague. And I'm Jess Geyer. And what we watch today, Alex? Uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop, which is a movie that is best in its title, because it's fun to say. It has like a good, good rhythm to it, I think. It really does. Has good scansion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, every other part of the movie, fucking garbage, huh? The movie was not good. It was not a very well-constructed movie. It wasn't very funny. Um, the only good thing about the movie is it, um, well, one of the themes that we'll talk about. Um, well, at the top, I do want to come up and talk about one of the themes, which is all cops are bastards. But for the rest of today, I'll be saying all cops are blart because it's worse than the term bastard. All cops are blart. That is correct. Yes. Blart is the one movie. Of the, Blart is one of the worst uh, human beings of all time. And I think he represents the idea of being a cop very well. I think so, too. You know, this is um not the first movie we've seen with a very similar message. In fact, this one follows a lot of uh, very similar beats to the animal. But you know what? This is, I mean, we're watching every single Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler adjacent movie every day in a row. Why did we watch The Animal in the first place? And why did we watch Paul Blart Mall Cop? Well, we have to ask, where have all the good writers gone? And where are all the gods? <laughs> Where's the streetwise Hercules to fight the rising odds? Isn't there a white knight upon a self-balancing steed? Late at night, I toss and I turn, and I dream of what I need. To know if Adam Sandler deserves all the hate... I need a mall cop. Well, no one needs a mall cop. Or a mall cop. No, I was just just letting you know that I know that's from... Yes. Uh, I I only changed two words in it, and it was just a fiery (laughs) steed to self-balancing. I like self-balancing, yeah. Yeah, um, because I was reading about segues on Wikipedia, because there's so really little depth, I think, uh, that they went into when writing this movie. That, Mm -hmm. you know, interesting facts about segues might come up instead. Yeah. And speaking of segues, how many times did you laugh? (laughs) That was a fucking good segue. I didn't see it coming. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I laughed 12 times. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like I said, it it wasn't very funny. Even the slapstick wasn't very funny. Yeah, it, it was pretty... Like, I'll laugh... In most movies, you hit someone in the face with a skateboard. I laugh. Like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it, it didn't get me. Um, I honestly can't even remember the times I laughed now. Um, I think most of them had to do with Segway tricks. Um, because Segways are inherently funny. Yeah, I would also really like to ride one. The only problem is, like, when you have to go on a Segway tour, they make you wear a helmet, and I know wearing a helmet is safe, and you really should wear a helmet if you're riding a Segway, you're whatever. But I don't want to look like a nerd. <laughs> I, w- I will say <laughs> that while I do do believe in wearing a helmet in most of these, uh, these times, um, I didn't wear a helmet a lot when I skateboarded, which wasn't great i longboard mostly and it was for travel so of course i didn't yeah but and a person of your height that's like that's a death sentence if it, you it just is. fall down i'm actually extremely good at falling um not in a like <laughs> like i i did judo for a little bit so i think well, you're probably good t- at falling too but like yeah, I, I, I am i've fallen out of a tree and just kind of rolled out of it and i was just like well that sucked really bad 
But one time I fell out of a tree and I farted in front of people. <laughs> that's, that's funnier than the whole movie. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I fell flat on my back too. Yeah, what I was going to say though is uh, that if I fell on a Segway hard enough that I had to go to the hospital, um, I'd rather, I think, die so that my friends wouldn't make fun of me for the rest of my life. I don't no, they'll just make that's... fun of you for the rest of their lives. Yeah, like I... If I had to go to the hospital in a Segway accident, that's I might as well kind of, you know, wrap it up there. <laughs> Not coming back from that shit. Um, let's talk critics here. Well, tell me about the Sandler first, really. Yeah, I want to. Is... I want to know like the importance of this movie in the canon. It, it's a it's a one star. It's made by Happy Madison. Um, Adam Sandler isn't in it. His wife is, but I don't think that really counts. Yeah. Um, so is uh, Kevin James's wife. Is in it. Yeah, Adam Sandler's wife is also in it, though, is what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know, I know. Um, Alan Covert shows up for a bit part. Um, so it was produced by them. It wasn't written by them. It didn't star them. So one star. Yeah, this um, one was just, written in part by Kevin James. I think it was written mostly by Kevin James, to tell you the truth. Oh, gosh. Um, because the other writer is a producer of The King of Queens, but not a writer. Uh, mm, okay making me think that it's just someone he's worked with a lot yeah but, but he did write he was writer credits on zookeeper and paul blart mall cop 2 the other two kevin james vehicles i mean he also wrote uh two episodes of two and a half men so there you go anyhow <laughs> uh, established that's what you're saying um I, so crit- critics yeah, i but- think that this is one of the only movies that is going to get a rating that it deserves, okay? hmm I think that critics put it in the teens, and I think that audience put it in the 40s. Okay, well, unfortunately you're wrong, because critics gave it a 33%, which is pretty high for this movie, I think. I'm, okay. You know, the world doesn't make sense, and I just have to learn how to accept that. I have to learn that apparently if it has cops in it and it starts with the exact same, like, two scenes as the animal, it's going to be at least rated as high as the animal. Yeah, I actually have a lot to say about <sighs> that um, specific thing later. But uh, the audience score is 43%, but honestly, I think it might be artificially inflated due to the memes about this movie. That's but fair. With 393,000 reviews, it's probably pretty close. It's probably um, pretty close. I cannot believe that it... I can't believe that it's rated as high as it is with critics. Yeah, Given right. that it has a 40... Uh, like a 43. Okay. I Again, you have to learn how to accept the things that you cannot change. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. Or I can call up every critic and make them explain themselves. I know they explain themselves in, you know their critique of it, but I don't think that's enough for me. No. We need to have them defend their critique is the thing. Yeah. I, I know that's a little meta, but they I think at, at that point they have to defend their ability to be a critic. Yeah. If you said Paul Blart Mall Cop was a good movie, you, you should lose your critiquing license. Um, um, actually, I'm going to say me. this. I'm going to say this. A-C-A-B. Yeah. All critics are bastards. Yes. I gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, 
the thing is, all right, so, you know, recap real quick. Yeah, I need it's to, a I real need to, fast recap. Yeah. Yeah, this one doesn't have a lot going on for it uh, because most of it's an action movie. <laughs> so Without the action. Yeah. Paul Blart, played by Kevin James, of course, fails in his eighth attempt at the state trooper obstacle course due to a horrid case of hypoglycemia. It's not how a hypoglycemia works, by the way. Seems more like a narcoleptic disorder, but whatever. You go, Kevin James. He lives with his daughter, Maya, and his mother... Uh, because his previous wife, which he calls a green card marriage, left him and his daughter. Uh, and just like in Dickie Roberts, this is a parent that is universally hated by the family. Uh, apparently the daughter doesn't care at all. Um, Blart works at the mall as a mall cop. Uh, security guard. Security officer. That's what he wants to be called, is a security officer. We're going to call him a mall, mall cop. Yeah. Uh there's a new trainee, Vec, played by a prominent actor, a prolific actor, Kier or O'Donnell. I, I I think that I'm pronouncing that right. Kier. I didn't sound right. Kier. Yeah. Um, he um goes and shows the ropes to Vec, but Blart keeps getting distracted by the new kiosk worker, Amy, played by Jema. What's her last name? Jema. Uh, Maze. Maze, yes. Jama Maze. Um, uh, Amy's birthday is on Black Friday, which is coming up in like two days. Uh, so that's like supposed to be the biggest shopping day. It's been mentioned a couple times in the movie. Uh, that day, like the day that he meets Amy, they all go out to American Joe's. Like a lot of the mall workers go out to American Joe's and Blart accidentally drinks a margarita during a nacho eating competition which is even just, though it's go ahead. the the competition i understand a nacho eating competition i love competitive eating weirdly enough kobayashi is probably the greatest athlete of all time this was just eating dry chips and without any speed anyway so it was nonsense um also well he no, can't handle spicy yeah apparently um which i'll, I'll point out he was eating dry chips with no peppers on it, and then called it too spicy. Um, and then doesn't know the difference between lemonade and a margarita. It's because he's a this cop, man. and it's a lie. He doesn't know the difference between lemonade and margarita. This man is an alcoholic. Yes, uh, I do believe that too. This is exactly like current situations where cops can't tell the difference between, you know, a burger and the same burger three days later, and why that might make them sick. <laughs> this is just cop okay. blaming other people for their shit <laughs> yeah uh he accidentally drinks this margarita even though he doesn't drink but then he continues to get purposefully blitzed on like a lot of drinks it shows him buying drinks and drinking other people's drinks and he makes a fool out of himself culminating with him ruining his chances with amy and falling backwards through a window Apparently there are no repercussions for this other than his embarrassment because on Black Friday, uh, he's still working, even though he's kind of down in the dumps about ruining his chances with Amy. Uh, and on that day, a group of parkour robbers take over the mall. But while Bar Blart is blowing off steam in the video game store, he he can't hear what's going on. Um, I love this scene because there are people like frantically pounding on the glass of this of this store yeah. and he's just completely oblivious it's great um amy 
Leon, who is the guy who um, was in the nacho eating competition, and Stuart, who is kind of this douchebag guy who is hitting on Amy uh, before and also works at the mall, they get trapped. They get held hostage in the mall bank. And we learn that Vec, the trainee security guard, is the leader of the robbers all along. Uh, their mission is to get all the codes for, like, the credit card machines. Yeah, it's it's a fake way to steal. Um, yeah. It's their mission. They, they write all, as they're, like, going around the mall, they write the codes on their arm in invisible ink. Um, anyway. The, the thing uh, <laughs> that really burned me about this is he's waiting for these people to get back with the codes so that he can steal all the money and leave. When yeah. they have phones and burner cell phones, and they could just text the number to him, so he could be doing it the whole time and really quicken it up. Yeah, for all of the technology that they have, they're not doing a great job. Yeah, they, at what they're doing, they have like a uh, trip wire flashbang grenade set up to scare away cops at one point, and then like they they're not like, hey, maybe we can just text the numbers to you. Like, nah, fuck that. No. Too, that's too much, right? Yeah. Um, so the cops are called, um, and then SWAT is called, which is run by a guy who used to bully Blart in school. And by bully, like, the example we're given is that he set fire to Paul Blart during a pie festival. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Blart learns that Amy is one of the hostages, and he goes back in to save everyone, uh, breaking protocol. Somehow his daughter, Maya, also gets inside the mall, and she's also taken hostage. Yeah, uh, apparently the police did not actually rope off the mall. Um, So a girl was able to just drive there and then walk in. Um, Although she did have a security guard badge to get in because, you know, they don't actually follow security practices. Right. If you're friends with a cop. (laughs) Um, So Blart... Take like the bulk of this movie is Blart taking out the robbers while the robbers do cool parkour tricks. Um, and he takes them out one by one and does some Rambo references, but Vec oh, and some Die Hard references. But Vec ends up getting the cell phone. Well, really, Paul Blart throws it to him and messes up his chance. He 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 gets hot sauce in the guy's eyes and then doesn't do anything when he's incapacitated. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, because Blart has been writing down all the numbers on that were written on people's arms, um, he has them all in his phone. So once Vec gets the cell phone, he takes Amy and Maya with him to the airport. Uh, luckily, the cell phone has GPS tracking installed by the phone owner's stalker, Paud. For so, I don't remember why he had to use this girl's phone, but he oh, was given no, this he, phone. He was stalking. Oh. Uh, as a plot device he didn't have the money to get a cell phone so the guy gave him his daughter's cell phone who had been going over minutes and then he instantly became friends with the abusive stalker that she was trying to leave yeah who has a gbs tracker on her phone um so because he has the gps tracker blur and the swat leader can track them so they chase him to the airfield and Blart is able to take out Vec, but with a great plot twist, the SWAT guy is in on it. And even though Blart destroys the phone, the SWAT guy doesn't need it. He can just get the codes from the robbers they've arrested and shoot the three witnesses. 
But before he shoots them, though, the head of mall security shoots him using a real cop's gun that he stole from his holster. And Amy falls in love with Blart. And in an end credit scene, they get married in the mall. The end. Um, so there's a lot to unpack here. But first, I want to point out that if you want me to not like the villains in the movie, don't make the main henchman Mike Vallali. Do you know who Mike Vallali is, Jess? I do not. He is a skateboarder who's pretty famous, um, but mostly famous for being incredibly good at beating people up. Um, which was why he, he was the one who uh, kept saying he was going to shoot and just, like, waste everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. Long um, hair guy. Yeah. Which, Mike Vallali is bald, I think, and has been since, like, 1990. Um, I'm pretty sure. Maybe he really actually has hair. But I was just, like, the whole time, like, how uh, how, are you, how am I supposed to dislike Mike Vallali? The guy who always, like, uh, I don't know. He, he He's known for actually, like, fighting security guards, too, who will, like, try to steal people's skateboards when they're skateboarding. So. That's um, really interesting. Yeah, I, I found that that was an interesting choice. Um, but in a given... If you're like, hey, who are you going to side with? I'm always going to normally pick Mike Vallali's side. Um, you know, he went and toured with Black Flag recently as their singer, the, I believe. The thing is, they were so cool. Yeah, that's the thing is, the villains in this movie, quote-unquote, were incredibly cool, and except for the fact that they did threaten to shoot people, um, they were only just kind of stealing retail stores' money on Black Friday, and I don't really care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, I like that they, they did cool tricks. They were doing flips all the time. Yeah. That was neat. And then they, they just <laughs> skateboarded at people. Um, yeah. But the thing is, if they just waited till the store was closed, and then, like, you know, threatened only the security guards, I'd be like, yeah, I don't, that's fine. That's a pretty cool thing to do. <laughs> it was a very weird robbery. There are so many better ways they could have done this robbery, Alex. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is 100% for sure. Um, yeah. Um, there, the thing okay. is, this movie is kind of anti-capitalist. I, I mean, I can't tell. I think it might just be, I think it's propaganda. So poorly written, we find it to be about you know anti capitalism stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like a it's like a pose law movie. Because yeah, because there's some absolute fucking idiots out there uh, reviewing this movie and saying everyone loves like an affable idiot and or like a a nice lovable guy just trying to like bumble his way through. I'm like, the main character of this movie is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. He's one of he the, is. He is by far the the most villainous person we've seen in one of these movies he sexually harasses people a lot yes he uh uses his power to fuck with people he he pulls an old man over quote unquote uh quote unquote pulls over is what i meant the guy was old um who's in a mobility scooter and then tries to give him a citation something he can't do he's not a cop um, no definitely not a cop and the guy hadn't done anything so he was just constantly using and trying to abuse his power to feel good about himself. Um, he gets drunk and then acts like an asshole, um, which you can accidentally act a little bit too much like an asshole when you're drunk. But, you know, drinking doesn't change who a person is. 
that's something that is constantly misrepresented in media, but also misrepresented in real life because people are like, well, yeah, here's an excuse for what they did because they were drunk. Um, they just they were looking for a reason to do that, and being drunk is a good excuse. Sorry to burst your bubble. That's what happens when people drink is they just do the things they want to more often. Um, yes. So yeah. Uh, well, okay. I don't want people to misconstrue that as saying that you can give consent while you're drunk. You can't give consent for sex while you're drunk. Don't. No. Like, don't. Yeah. That that that's what I'm saying is like in a aggressive manner when you like you know go and start hitting on a woman or you know sexually harassing them like in this movie. It's not something that you didn't basically want to do. It is much harder to put up resistances to things when you're drunk. Um, that's why, like, don't try out new drugs when you're drunk, people. Real bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's much harder to, to say no to things. But stuff like in this where he's getting physically violent, sexually harassing people, like... This wasn't oh, a reaction don't forget. he was doing to something. He was choosing to do this, and that's how it happens. Yeah. Don't forget that his strategy for like showing off his authority is putting his hand near his hip at, to give the illusion that he has a gun. Yes, I forgot about that. That he he wants to threaten people with, you know, death. That's that's why he thinks it's a good move. Um, uh huh. Yeah. So like when in multiple reviews they talk about how he's a good guy, and it's just fucking obviously not true um he says he doesn't drink but there's obvious signs that that's a lie due to his uh yeah um so it he says he doesn't drink uh but then he proceeds to drink a lot Mm -hmm. and he gets a tattoo the Loch loch ness monster he gets a little tram stamp of the loch ness monster now a little tattoo like that can certainly be done in an evening while you are still drunk yeah. But later in the film, toward the end of the film, it shows that he also has a full in-color back tattoo, like full back of an eagle. In that American is not flag something colors, by the way. Yes, that is not something you can get done in one drunken night. So yeah. Cuz you you have to get it outlined first, then you have to let that heal and then you do color. That takes a long time. So he has had many drunken nights and his excuse for that is I don't drink. Yeah. And I think it's important to point out this because he lies through the entire movie and one of the things he constantly says is, I don't hit women. Well, he says it like once, doesn't he? No, no, he does say that when he's fighting. He says it four separate times, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yes. Which like, A, if you're literally being attacked by a woman with a gun, like in this movie, it's fine to hit a woman. You know, that's, that's not like, no one's going out and being like, well, you know, that cop though, well, I, I, I'm, I don't want to use a cop as a uh, yeah. example. I was thinking of Paul Blart. How about that um, bouncer? But yeah, that bouncer, you know, put that woman to the ground because she drew a gun on him. They wouldn't be like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, like, right. no. Oh, thank God. It's fucked up that you pulled a gun on someone. Um. Yeah, yeah. it's called proper escalation of force, which Paul Blart does not really do this movie. He almost kills people. I mean, granted, they are trying to kill him and they do have his daughter held hostage. I might do something very similar, but he blows up the Rainforest Cafe with a gas stove. So there's a few things about that, too, because he is allowed to leave the mall 
they ask him to leave the mall, and then he decides to go back in and handle it himself, which is against the police's direct orders, endangering his daughter more. And actually, his daughter's not there yet, um, just endangering his quote-unquote love interest, um, woman who has refused his advances and he has sexually harassed is a more appropriate thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's not escalating force correctly. He is putting people in danger. Luckily, you know, yes. the villains end up playing by his rules. Otherwise, they'd all be dead. Um, or he'd be dead, more likely. The The thing about it, though, is... So it's going through uh, multiple 90s action movie... Uh, homages? Homages? Homage. What's that word? Homage? Homage, yeah. Um, there's the one to Die Hard. There's the one to Predator. Um, uh, um, Rambo. And Rambo, yes. The explosion is Rambo, right? No, the thing that you're thinking was Predator is actually Rambo. No, no, when he's grabbing them while they're going through Rainforest Cafe. Oh, yes, that is Predator. But when he is in the hockey suit and he opens his eyes, that's Rambo. Um, And then the explosion with the gas on in the kitchen is something, too, and I can't remember what. Yeah, I I wouldn't wouldn't be able to tell you. It would probably be in the trivia, wouldn't it? Nope, uh, trivia doesn't have any of those. Um, Damn. It's just, you know, pretty obvious in my mind. Uh, but, like, all this stuff is, he's purposely not following the rules. Um, he lies about what he's doing and then doesn't listen to what people do. He says he wants to protect the people of the mall, um, which is obviously a lie. Um, because he puts them in harm's way in order to make himself feel good. And, finally, this comes around to the fact that we, I believe, together are choosing to believe that he has either murdered his wife or she has run away due to abuse because he is a violently horrible man and uh, his wife's missing. Now, I know what you're thinking, dear audience. Since when have we been a movie conspiracy podcast? The answer is since forever. Now, hear me out, okay? He has a Loch Ness monster tattoo. What's the Loch Ness monster? It is a fictional creature that's made up to make Scotland look good. Mm-hmm. You know what else is a fictional creature made up for somebody to look good? The myth of good cops. Yeah. This He's not a good cop. Every movie that stars a good cop is a mythical creature that is trying to, you know, it's propaganda for the police force and for the authority force, which is what I'm not sure if this is because he's such a bad officer. And every cop is so bad in this movie that it makes me think that you're supposed to hate the police by the end of it. But it looks like some people are all about it, so I, I can't really tell. It's Again, it's the pose law of movies. I mean, even in this movie, the, the guy at the end, the, the cop, he, the SWAT guy, is the main villain. Yeah, and then the other cop, gets his gun taken away from him by an old security guard who then shoots the SWAT guy. Um, Throughout this whole movie, the cops cannot prevent crime from happening. They, they are absolutely useless in preventing crime from happening, which is pretty much, you know, the reality of the situation. You don't call the cops to, to prevent a crime most of the time, you know? Yeah. They, that's not what they exist for. Um, he, the security, the security officer, Blart, can't even react when the crime is happening in the building because he's distracted. He's completely useless there. The other mall cops are useless. 
Vec, who is another mall cop, is also a bad guy. Um, and they even suck at, at, at punishing crimes, too, because no one is successfully able to be, like, like they don't actually show in the movie anyone successfully being punished inside of the mall. It's all, like, you know, the main bad guys, of course, are probably going to be arrested, but mm-hmm. no. Yeah, and um, the only people who benefit from this whole movie are Paul Blart, who is offered a job with the state police after this, after specifically going against orders um, that the police gave him, which is interesting. And then, uh-huh. and then you know, probably killing a few people uh, based on the horrible... Like, he slammed that man's face into the, the suntan thing, like, five times. Yeah, and then left the tanning bed on. Yeah, for no him. reason, just to torture him. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but I, I, I think, do we want to talk about um, the guards versus officers debate or just the many, many ways toxic masculinity is shown in this movie and how authority well, is toxic? Let's talk first about guards versus officers since we're already talking about cops. Yeah. All right. So he wants to be called an officer in the movie. An officer is a formal designation of authority or power. A guard is literally someone who watches and makes sure things don't happen bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, a, a neighborhood watch is like a neighborhood guard. They don't have any authority, but they're there to protect things. And they can technically stop crime. That's, I think, fair. Would you, would I you think agree so. With that? Yeah. Whereas an officer basically has the authority to punish crime and is not an actual help to a community. And what he wants to be is not someone who stops crime. He wants authority for authority's sake. Yes. And it's very interesting that they would put that into the movie. Um, it, it's, you know, supposed to make him look like a dweeb because he's talking about it and no one cares. But, like, as, as, a, as a one-off, have you ever uh, gone into the rabbit hole that is security guards' uh, private forums and what they think so, is going to happen? No. There is certain security guards who think they are the first line of defense to like incredible terrorist action they stockpile like ak-47s and ar-15s they have kevlar and like ceramic plates and basically enough guns and stuff to try to take on a small army because they think they're like superheroes Um, we're talking about like 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 security guards for like malls and for like banks and like the scrapyards lo- mo- from what i see mostly local mall people um and like i i remember i read a bunch about it for a little bit because i was just like this is wild just how much they think they're about to like shit's about to go down type stuff but like all basically when you see some of those uh videos online of like a security guard obviously overstepping their bounds and like doing some fucked up shit it's probably one of these guys um who is super is you know so I'm, wild to me yeah um and they they'll buy their own quote-unquote equipment um and it is it's just i I can't, I can't state how like obviously bad it is um but you know i've always i've not had an interest in security guards but I've always had an interest in being places I shouldn't be, 
So I want to tell a little story, which is how I used to sneak into malls back in the day. <laughs> um, and this starts partially with one of my good friends growing up. His older brother was a mall security guard when we were in high school, um, who obviously didn't take his job very seriously. He was basically like, a, I, I wish people would stop doing needle drugs in the mall um, guy, mm. um, which is very reasonable. He got uh, put into the mall, the, the safe deposit boxes for needles and such, um, which probably did a lot of good in his time there. That's a good thing he did. And now he owns a uh, tabletop gaming store, so good for him. Are you going to talk about how, like, how it is you broke in? Well, I'm, I'm going to do uh, all of it. First funny story is I had to take careers class, and because I hated the teacher um, who once swung a bat at me, um, I was shadowing a mall security guard who was that same guy um, just to piss him off because I said that's what I wanted to be when I grew up and he had no authority to tell me it was a bad thing to work on um, so it was very funny but I, I learned a few ins and outs there but we already knew most of them we climbed on top of the building a lot we would use that you know Burlington Mall downtown Vermont if you guys have ever seen it you know, you can climb up there, go from the uh, parking garage. You can get to the whole church street. It's a good time <laughs> if you're a teenager. But what we did is we made friends with our other friend who was there, and he just opened the doors, and we would go and skateboard inside the mall at night, and it is a great time. Um, but, you know, basically, who lets people do the crimes? People who are friends with the police. And at a time, I was technically friends with the people with authority. So I was allowed to commit crimes. Um, weird how that works, huh? Yeah, isn't there a part in this movie where something very similar happens? Oh, um, he lets... Well, there's a couple times. He lets Amy ride on his Segway. Yeah, which he says he can get fired for, but that doesn't make too much sense. I guess it might be a safety concern. He steals her birthday card at one point. That's just robbery, what he's done. Yeah, he also breaks in. He breaks the door down to get in there. Yeah, he smashes out the glass. Um, there was another type where, like, where he did something that allowed him... Oh, I also want to point out the security guard friend I had would shake a specific uh, vending machine because it would let out free drinks, and then we'd all have, like, Gatorades and amps and stuff because that was what was in there. Um, he, though... I'm not going to name him, of course. I'll only implicate myself. Was very fond of just watching TV in the office at night and not... Uh, he didn't care if anything bad happened outside the mall. Like, if someone was spray painting it or whatever. Or, you know, climbing on it. Mm -hmm. Because literally, who the fuck cares? So, there's that. Oh, um... Blart never says anything about Paud um tracking parisa's phone oh yeah he doesn't yeah he doesn't tell a person he's friends with that his wife or his uh, daughter is being fucking stalked is why yeah yeah like he straight up has like a shrine to her helga pataki style yeah in his room it's it's really creepy this, this movie hates women <laughs> this movie doesn't like women yeah um and it's interesting to me all the different ways different characters hate women yeah because um, there's, there's blart who he he's the the nice guy on the internet who thinks because he did something good he deserves um something from women um, he and, and watches amy through the cameras yes 
which is obviously inappropriate. He is abusing his power to watch a girl, which is... Um, that's something cops do, by the way. Um, cops very often will look up people in uh, the system to figure out who they are and like friend them on Facebook or pull them over because they think they're attractive and then hit on yep. them from a place of authority. Harass them, you mean? All cops are blurt. Um, all cops are blurt. There's, um, of course, uh, uh, what, was, what was the stalker's name? His name's Paud. Yeah. He's stalking um, a girl, which is very not great. Um, I think her father is mostly okay, although he does own a phone stall. So being angry that she would go over on his minutes is like, you can't do anything about that? I think, yeah, yeah, whatever. He seems fine. Um, There is the character by... uh, you, can you say his last name? Stephen Renaz, is he? Oh, oh gosh. I didn't even look at what his name is. Hold on. Let me see. The, the guy from Kevin, the league. F- <laughs> Kevin from the league. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm pulling up the IMD page. His name is Stephen Renatzitsi. Renatzitsi. I don't know. It is Stephen R. It's R-A-N-N-A-Z-Z-I-S-I. It's a hard name to pronounce. Renazzi. Yeah, um, it's the S-I at the end. If it was just Renazzi, it would be really easy. Yeah. Um, he lies about his relationship with women um, and then also um, skews them out and belittles people in order to get uh, attention from women. There is... Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm looking for the name. Oh. Uh, who, who, who the fuck was this? None of, none of these names made any impact on me it's almost impossible to know who i'm supposed to be looking at and then in just general shittiness there is vec who um basically like threatens and abuses women specifically takes two women um as hostages he also like hits on amy too yeah which is weird um i mean whatever he's also holding people at hostage with a gun he's he doesn't have any good spots um Mm -hmm. and they took out the good ending of the movie where Amy uses the pen she got from Stuart to stab him in the leg to distract him at the end, um, which yeah. Good. There's the commander James Kent is a obviously horrible person who sets people on fire, uh, revels in bullying people, and then straight up says he's gonna murder people for money at the end. Who is yep. a cop? There is Chief Brooks who is unable to do anything. He he kind of tries to write jokes for some reason. Um, during a hostage situation, there is the other police officer whose name I didn't pick up, who's a state trooper who is so bad he lets a teenage girl go into the mall while it's under a hostage situation and then lets himself get disarmed. Uh, Alan uh-huh. Corbett just refuses to do his job and then tells someone, uh, well, part blight to why don't you just clock in and clock out and not really worry about it? And and is that it? Um, no. Then they portray women terribly in Victoria's Secret for some reason, just yeah. to get a uh, scene of Paul Blart being hit by a woman for some reason. Just to have just to have a traditionally pretty woman and what you might call an ugly woman get in a fight. That's all. Yeah. That's the only reason why they have that scene. Well, also, like, I guess it's also to allow Paul Blart to, like, call a woman fat. Like, is that what that was for? 
I guess. And then, yeah, yeah, she like beats him up. I mean, I think rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's just, it's not a good scene. And then it's in Victoria's Secret of all places. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't make too much sense, really. No, I mean, the whole movie too is like so truncated. Yeah. Because they're like, it, it only lasts two days there's not a lot of chance for character development or anything the movie really did miss the mark on a lot of stuff yeah but like more so that the hero is such a horribly bad person yeah like that's what really hurts it for me um and there's no like there's a lot of ways you make a character who kind of guffaws his way to victory over criminals and i'm okay with it you can have like the Die Hard, where he's just a badass, and that's a fun movie to watch. You can have the what the Pink Panther, where he's so inept that he accidentally wins the day, and that's a good time. Or you can have someone who's extremely smart and clever, uh, you know, Home Alone style, and they win because of that. But when you have someone who randomly shuffles his powers and becomes one of those three <laughs> people depending on the scene. It makes no sense, and it no. it is bad because there's it's bad. There's times where he's like barely able to walk because it shows multiple times him just like running on camera and falling over. Two times where he is absolutely able to fight off multiple people like in hand to hand combat. Then there's uh, scenes where he's unable to like clearly talk or you know do basic 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 things like. You know, uh, any emotional um, intelligence is out the window. He's extremely immature. He's unable to, you know, make his own dating profile. He's unable to... I, it seems also like he has a DUI because he doesn't own a car. It's just the Segway. Um, yeah, it is just a Segway. Yeah. Um, but then it has him know a bunch of fun facts and also is able to, you know, set traps using gas and open light that will time itself perfectly to blow up someone in the future. Um, but like, and then in, in another scene, he's so inept, he accidentally falls out of a vent and knocks out two people. Like, it's or not like even, he falls out of a drop ceiling once. Yeah. It's not even, oh yeah, I forgot also, he tries to get everyone out of the hostage room by like using a single rope or something. Um, yeah. It's not even that, quantum immortality is happening in like an action movie or that he's inept it's that none of it follows suit to the next thing that's happening ever <laughs> yeah the whole movie is like that really the the, uh, the whole movie like what it reminds me of honestly is if if three people were playing everyone is john but john was a mall cop i would play that scenario right now um i want to <laughs> Do like a Quadrophenia game, but where the main character is a mall cop and it's Blartophenia. And you're Blartophenia. Different parts of Blart trying to solve a problem. I love that. Uh, yeah, this this movie, it's, it's not good. I would actually say that rating it about the same as the animal is pretty accurate. Uh, and in fact, like I mentioned before, it is so similar to the animal in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like the opening scenes are basically the animal. Did you mention this already? I can't remember. No, I didn't. 
Yeah, so in the animal, it opens with a police obstacle course. We have this guy who wants to be a police officer. He absolutely fails at it. Um, and he, there's a scene where he gets chased by a dog. There's a scene in this movie, too, where he gets chased by a dog. Um, and he's offered a, no, he's not, yeah, he's offered a job after doing something, like, outrageous. Uh, he gets the girl, even though he doesn't really deserve it. And the whole movie doesn't make sense. It's, like, flopping from one scene to the next with no in, inward continuity. Yeah, it, for me, it really strikes of, uh, you know, probably, I think it's Kevin James's first written movie. Um, he knew he could get the money to put it on because he's friends with Adam Sandler. In fact, I, I, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. It might have been like the, you star in me with this with me, you, you can have the money to make a film. Because this film wasn't that expensive to make. Um, it, I think it was $28 million, which for movies is inexpensive even though it's you know an ungodly sum of money well wow i didn't realize it was that cheap yeah. i wonder how much they paid for their because they filmed it in an actual mall yeah which is uh, i think a cheaper way to do it um but again this movie made 183 million dollars so <laughs> yeah it, it does really feel like a first time movie um yeah and you know i think they forgot to make the main character they made him kind of so uh, pitiful that people didn't realize he was such a scumbag, I think. Yeah. Um, which I guess is interesting, but it's also, you know, maybe how a lot of people see cops. Um, I have a question, though. Why is yeah. he changing to all black? Is that a reference to something? No, it's just supposed to make him look more badass, I think. Oh, I see. Um, hmm. or, or, is there anything else you want to talk about with this movie? Um... No, the the game where there's a treadmill and then you're supposed to do hurdles makes no sense to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, what did we learn about Adam Sandler from this movie? Um, that he doesn't he doesn't say no to his friends. Well, maybe I agree. Yeah. Um. Although I'm wondering... again, he's 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 giving his friends some room to breathe in the company. I mean, the thing is, though. The movie made fucking bank, so he was probably busy making funny people at this time, and the movie made one hundred and eighty million dollars. Um, I'd I'd be really happy if my friends made one hundred and eighty million dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no kidding. Um, and then I got you know a kickback from that, but I I just I really dislike the movie. I dislike any message it tried to do because it did it poorly. And I really dislike all the critics who thought it was a lovable oaf. Like, what are you talking about? The slapstick wasn't even very good, and that's kind of a cardinal sin for me in a movie. If you do slapstick and it doesn't end up being good, what are you doing? Also, you have Mike Vallali on set. Let him do a fucking kickflip. Like, he, he does, like, a few cool wall rides. But, like, come on. Let him do more. Go at, Try to ram him with your uh, Segway and have him do like a street plant out of the way you know anything uh what are we watching tomorrow we're watching funny people a judd apatow written movie starring adam sandler um and i'm i'm psyched about it to be honest yeah i haven't seen it so uh actually i've i've only heard bad things except for for you from you i mean yeah that sounds about right um <laughs> 
Oh, um, I also want to do a shout out. If you want a movie about how uh, the police mess with your, why the police are bad, watch Observe and Report by Seth Rogen. I don't think it's by Seth Rogen, but he stars in it. It's an extremely good dark comedy um, about, you know, police not being good. Um, and it was really overshadowed by this movie. And that's a shame. It and if you violent. if you are confused or upset about us saying all cops are blart in this this episode, I mean we've we've said very similar things earlier. I really do recommend that you you look up what's happening to protesters at the hands of police, what's happening to black people at the hands of police throughout the country. You can do a little bit of education for yourself too. There are lots of good YouTube videos that explain why people say this, even though there are quote unquote good cops. I recommend Thought Slime's video on this on YouTube. It's called, um, it's, All cops you can just are look bad. up, yeah, yeah, you can look up ACAB Thought Slime. Um, and he has a pretty good video on that. But there are lots of lots of um, resources available to you. Um, you can find our podcast at Laugh at Him uh, Pod on Twitter. You can also find our games at wannabegames.com. We actually do have a cop game. It's called Badge Buddies. Uh, <laughs> so it, if you want to play a fun cop game, I guess play that game. It's about movies about buddy cops. Yeah. Not really about being police. Um, yeah. Uh, you can play as a dog in it because yeah. of that. Um, because I like movies with Jackie Chan in it. I um, I like that game. And I, I I was kind of iffy about making that game yeah. just because I don't like copaganda. But, you know. Uh, we also have a Patreon. You can support us at Patreon at patreon.com slash games. But instead, why don't you, if you believe that there are good cops... Put your money where your mouth is and donate to the National Whistleblower Center. The National Whistleblower Center protects whistleblowers um, in the government and in other organizations and in police forces. A lot of times when police officers speak out against wrongdoing that's happening in their precincts, they get fired, harassed. There is a police officer who recently committed suicide because she was harassed after being a whistleblower. So if you do believe that there are good cops... Give them the chance and and make sure that you're supporting organizations that help out when people do try to stop the bad actors in in their jobs. Um, uh, I'd also like to point out that a lot of cops who whistleblow just get murdered by cops. It happens yes. all the time. A lot of them get uh, forcibly placed into uh, as- asylums. I don't know the correct term for that now. Witness protection? No, like uh, they they're forcibly put into oh like a mental, mental a mental health institution yes. like an inpatient mental health facility yes um i didn't know that they get baker acted wow yeah and um if you're like me and think all cops are bastards donate to the bail project because cops are gonna try to arrest more good people um, uh, you can follow me <laughs> on twitter at, at joska i do talk a lot about this kind of stuff because i mean i think politics do you know, politics has to do with everything in life and it affects me daily and it affects you daily too, whether you believe it or not. And you can find me at Kitty Crusade. Um, and the Mall Cop Oath. Detect, deter, observe, and please take my wife.